Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Certain Point of View. My name is Jake Berlin, and I am your one of your co-hosts, I should say, on A Certain Point of View. Um, there are now three of us, but for today, there are just two of us. And uh, per usual, I got Mr. Brian Avalosino here for our match breakdowns um, for these specific tournaments. Uh, how's it going over there, man? Doing well, doing well. Ready to talk some schmo. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's exciting time, and uh, this is the final play-in match that we're going to be getting for these tournaments here and it's a cool one because we have the quirky mercs with Greg Alba, and we have uh, the Warfather with their burning droogs. You can see the promo image right here. Very, very cool. Um, two teams that could definitely need the points or use the points, I should say. Uh, but two players who are looking to get officially in the tournament, playing the play-in match to uh, face Mike Kalinowski. And if you're watching this, you more than likely watch spoilers. And uh, spoiler, Greg Alba walks away with the KO in this one. He walks away with the KO. Um, not getting to the third round in this match, um, wiping the slate clean of the Warfather and the boarding, Burning Droogs, winning by 11 points. And we're going to talk about it, but just, uh, Brian, initial reactions, man. What is this what you expected? Not in the slightest. I know we're going to break it down a little bit more, but um, not the showing I expected from Warfather. Uh, I, I toted him as the second Barbarian and... I apologize to the barbarian because I know I apologize to the barbarian because that was not the case in uh Warfather's match against Greg Alba. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I had picked Greg Alba to win, so I'm not surprised that he won, but I am surprised how the match turned out. Um very, very shocking events here, and we can get right into it. Uh round one, it it's the match. How the match ended, it's how it basically started here. You know, a war, yeah. Warfather ended up missing the first question of the match. But as far as the round goes, Alba goes 8 for 10, missing the Star Wars and the Middle Earth question. Uh, war Warfather goes 5 for 10, missing MCU, Star Wars, DC, uh, Marvel, DCEU, and Indiana Jones, uh, which was the mixed bag question for the final, final question of the round. Um, so Greg is up uh, 10 to 5 after the first round, and, and it's already a... a you know, downhill slide for him. Definitely not the showing we were expecting from him, but I got to say uh, on the flip side, Alba showed up, man. He, he looks, it's funny. We keep talking about not just the quirky works, but the real rejects in general. They just look like different players. They do. They, yeah. they look like you're taking it more serious. And, and, you know, Greg had mentioned it at the end of the match, you know, more that, serious, but yeah, well, yes. Yeah. You know, Greg, Greg, it, it this was, was one of the, um, the, Oh my God, I was cracking up from beginning to end. And if you watched our reaction, you can see our reaction to that. But I was going to say is that uh, he, he mentioned at the end about how much Koi has been a help for him and John through this ride. And it's definitely showing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, ha I believe we've only ever seen the real rejects play uh, from quirky Mercs. I believe so. Uh, so, well, I except mean, for the live event with with Bibiani and Meyer to start the year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True, um, but um, yeah, I mean, he they're they're doing really well, really well. Um, I think better than anyone really expected them to, because they're kind of like, I mean, I should say they were kind of like one of those. Uh, wildberry teams where you you watch for the laugh mm -hmm. and you you hope they get some stuff right that's not the case with them anymore it's you're gonna get laughs but they're also gonna play mm -hmm. so um 
it's it's kind of cool to see that balance uh, of hilarity comedy and still not just being someone there to make things funny, but is going to compete. So yeah, I'll, I think that's I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And we had mentioned it on our reaction, I believe, uh, or maybe it was somewhere else, um, that so far the Quirky Mercs have all the or the real rejects have all the points for the Quirky Mercs so far this year. And and that yeah. is even more so true with with this uh with this win because um a KO, uh, even though it was a playing match and it's it's one point less than the regular stuff, uh Greg Alba walked away with three points, which for them is huge at this point. They were absolutely they were, I don't know if they were in dead last, but they were. They were in dead last. They were. They were dead last, and it it definitely helps them at this point to get there and get any kind of points. But really, I mean, this is where things could change for a lot of teams, and it changed for corruption. We talked about uh, Lord Kelly for the Star Wars match, and now it's changing for the Quirky Mercs. I mean, this was huge, and so we go into round two here with a ten-five lead for Alba, and. Um, he, he spins spinner choice. He decides to go first. He spins spinner choice. And he, he, he and Koi had this incredible conversation between MCU and DCU. We get to see this play by play thing between manager and player, which was really cool. Ended up going with MCU, which was the right choice. Uh, yeah. going five for five, getting eight points, um, electing multiple choice twice, um, and, and going up 16 to five at that point. Um, and it was big. And then, you know, uh, Warfather here. Uh, he spun Star Trek first, spins away from it, spins again, lands on DCEU, and we know that that was the other category that Greg Alba was going for. So we knew that there was a high probability that at some point Greg Alba was going to get a couple steals. That happened to be the case, but also Warfather just pretty much crapped the bed. Just pretty much crapped yeah. the bed, ended up going one for five for one point. Alba gets that one point back, walks away with 11-point victory, victory, getting the KO 17-6 to six here. Um Really, really, honestly, shocking events, in my opinion. Not what I expected. And I'll be honest. Um, I know that at the end of the match, Harloff had asked Warfather's like, I know that you're focused a little bit more on singles. I don't think that's an excuse. I, he really just crapped the bed. And it's pretty, at, at times, it was pretty embarrassing because it almost it almost looked like he was just kind of throwing in the towel, which in an Intergeekdom tournament. I don't even know if he won. threw in the towel. He just didn't even seem like he knew it, like what he was doing in this not not in schmodown just in this division yeah um it's funny because after i looked and i'm looking right now i was sitting there and i was like did they have anyone else they could have thrown in other than warfather i mean maybe not i don't know they've got alonzo bonnie we know brandon's playing jader jte who knows Nap Socks in Star Wars, Rebecca McKendry, Scott Mance, Warfather, and Whitney. So I mean, they are not. They're not IG heavy. Uh, yes, they're not an IG team. Clearly, um, outside of Brandon and Hannah, um, and that showed. And I think that's going to hurt them because let's say Napsock loses. Your whole hopes solely ride on Brandon Hanna in two tournaments. And there's a high possibility. Yeah, or vice versa. I mean, Brandon Hanna might lose, and then your whole thing's riding on Napsock. And, I mean, to throw someone out there that didn't seem like they knew 
anything about inner geekdom, that's going to hurt you in the long run. Mm -hmm. So they better hope if they want to stay running that Brandon Hanna makes a freaking run or Napsock makes a freaking run. And we know how hard star Wars is. So to me, I mean, your hope kind of almost lies in Brandon Hanna and Saul isn't much to sleep on from what we're hearing. And the den's kind of in the same position uh, with as burning droogs. So their guy, they're relying on Saul to, to take out Hannah because otherwise then they're down to uh, who am I forgetting Goddard and he's going mm-hmm. against Robert Parker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> That Hannah versus Saul match is a huge deal for these two teams. So it just kind of leaves me scratching my head with Warfather. Like, what was the thought there that he was going to... I I can't imagine you thought he was going to make it very far off of if that's how he played. So maybe, maybe they thought they could steal a point or a couple points from the first round, but... Clearly, that was not the case in this match. Yeah, so it's whether the, whatever the case may be, Warfather is officially out. Greg Alba is officially in the tournament, and he has taken on um, the killer himself, one of the IG legends of this game, um, Mike Kalinowski. And it's definitely a tough matchup. Tough matchup, but I obviously I think everybody is going to be going to be picking Kalinowski in this one. But after like Alba played, I I don't think it's going to be as easy as everybody thinks it is. I mean, Alba didn't even make it to the third round and he had 18 points. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. I mean, what I mean, let's just say he did and nailed it. He would have ended that match at 28 points. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That is a lot of points. Now. It's going to be hard to beat someone like Kalinowski if you miss more than one in that first round. But I mean, I don't think he's someone you can count out at this point because just because of of what he showed against Warfather. I mean, it, it kind of we kind of got a really good preview for, of him because of the fact that they were deciding between MCU and DCEU, and then he, we got to see both of them. So. um <laughs> And I, I will say this, that was one of the coolest things to see with Koi talking through. That, Cause that's why this virtual thing is so cool. I'm with you. Yeah. Because we've never heard a manager talk to a player like that during a match yep. ever. It's usually silent or they're covering their mouth or something like that. We've never seen that. And I, I, to be honest, I always kind of just I'm sitting there like, well, what really are they going to be telling them? That's going to now we have really a perspective. Yeah, like exactly. Like, what are they really going to be saying to them? That's going to make a difference. Like, I mean, picking a category. Are you good at this one? Or are you bad at this one? Like what? But the way Koi did that was I was like, wow, OK, the manager that I mean, at least Koi he's really, really helping break down something as simple to us as a choice, which yep. one's easier for you. Yep. So, I mean, 
especially how he brought up the fact, well, MCU is deeper. There's more movies. DCU has less movies, but it's kind of more of a pool. And I was just like, wow, I never really thought about those things during a category. I never really thought a manager was doing much other than just being like, well, which one do you like better? And so that, that was really cool being able to kind of see that. So I, I, I enjoyed I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And I, I love the BTS stuff. Um, it's been, it's been the talk of a lot of stuff this year, as far as maybe miking up the managers or whatever, but we get to see it firsthand with these matches, which is really, really cool. Um, so for Greg Alba, you know, we had, we had thrown it up here. He, he's facing KO right in the bottom right-hand corner. You can see that the bottom of the bracket on the right side. Um, he has a tough test. There's, there's a tough side of that bracket for sure, but there's definitely a possibility where he can shake things up a little bit, especially after getting one victory. It's, it's very similar to Goddard where he doesn't have anything to lose at this point. He really doesn't yeah. have anything to lose at this point. And so it can really go either way. Um, I'll throw these standings up too, because we're going to talk about where the quirky marks are. Um, they're right there in the thick of things now. There's a lot of teams tied for right there in the middle with six points. They're, they're quite a ways back from everybody involved with Swag and the Den and Finsock, but um, they put themselves back into discussion uh, for, for these standings and for these factions. And we, we see that, you know, what could have happened with the Droogs, they could have even put themselves a little bit farther up if they walked away with a couple points there. But the Quirky Mercs stepped up and, and they're right back in the fold of things. Yeah, no one's out right now. As much as we no. thought it was, this tournament yeah. puts everyone right back into it. Um, I mean, everyone's kind of on the heels of everyone. Uh, four to nine is anyone's game. Absolutely anyone's game. One one win in the from four to nine, and the whole entire thing's changing. Yep. And then this almost the exact same things one through three. One win and that whole thing could change. So the tournament is huge, huge for some of these teams. Um I would say personally, the den's probably the one that needs to capitalize the most. Um, unfortunately, they are in a tough spot. Star Wars, they're done. They can't get any more points with that. Um, uh, Parker is going up against Goddard, which we all know that's going to be a knockdown drag out. And then Saul and Brandon Hanna. So, I mean, unless someone, uh, I mean, we know, we know Parker. We know that one. We, I mean, the edge is probably going to Parker a, a, a little bit on that one. If that's, if that's the case, their tournament, the dense tournament relies on Saul. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah entire yeah. thing. So to be on, out of the nine teams, I dare say they're probably in the worst spot in the spot that is the most, they could be shifted very heavily down. We could see them at second. They could be towards the bottom by the end of this tournament. And that's very well kind of scary. Well. Um, and then, yeah, there's a couple other teams, that same type of thing. I think rock stars is probably another one. Um, because they don't Damon. Damon's the only person that gets to play. He's, um, he's, their, Star he's Wars. their only, only, only person for rock stars. And he, he needs to make some damage right now. And let's not, yeah. let's not, uh, forget here. We'll throw this back up. Right now, Damon has four of the six points for Rockstars. So they're they're relying heavily on him at this moment. Yeah, and it sucks because as great as um as great as he is, he's not playing these matches 
stacking points. He's unfortunately waiting at the end. And um, uh, Corvado lost. No, not Corvado. Yeah, Corvado. So they're another one. Uh, Jen Kemp is no. No, Corvado lost. And then uh, Jim Vavita lost as well. Vavita, that's who I was thinking. Uh, yeah, who's both of them lost? Who's there's one? They have one more in Inner Geekdom. Who my Yeah, no, it's Alex Damon. Yeah, right here in Inner Geekdom. Yeah, Jim no. Kemp is oh, yeah, Damon. Damon. Yeah, so, Damon. So literally, Damon has to sweep, just kill both divisions. He, he needs to win at least one match to get to salvage anything for the Rock Stars to salvage exactly. anything. That that'll so, put him at that'll, that'll put him around probably around eight or nine points, which is enough. But they they really they're the team them and the burning droogs right now are the teams that are that should be a little worried. And the den. You said burning. Yeah, the den, the den has already kind of made their damage a little bit though. They got some points. Um, yeah, you know, but people can walk out of these each of these with twelve. Yes, that I agree. I agree. But luckily, they put enough padding between a number of other teams to help them a little bit. Um, the key for them is. Whatever happens with Finstock and Swag, that's the key for yeah, them. But it could very absolutely. well be a giant gap for sure. Who who does um, Swag have really quickly in, in the IG? Them? They have they have Paulo Yama and uh Oof. And, and and that's and and Adam Lavic and I, I forget about Adam Lavic. So yeah. um they have two guys on the. On I always the forget about Oyama. Yeah, he's like two guys on the left side of the bracket that could eventually play each other. But if they yeah. if they both win out. It's a it's a win win for swag at that point. Yeah, so. that's true. That is true. A lot of craziness going on. A lot of craziness, and there's a lot of craziness going on this week, guys. This is uh this is just three of like the six videos we're gonna be doing this week that doesn't include our main show. Um, before we before we get out of here, I'll break it down for you guys real quick. You guys can currently see our reaction to this matchup on the channel. It went up last night. Uh, Greg Alba versus the Warfather. Um, I will say we had a little bit of an audio issue between the microphone. Most of the match is there, but I did cut some things out. Um, so you guys can check that out. You guys can see our breakdowns here. This breakdown is up. We will also have a live breakdown tomorrow for the Star Wars matches that are happening today. Um, both the uh, Andrew Dimlanta and Joseph Scrimshaw one, which happens at 1.30, and the Molly Damon Adam Witt one, which happens at 3.30. Uh, you will more than likely see it. Yes, yeah, specific time. You are correct. Um, you will more than likely see a live breakdown of those matches tomorrow, which means Thursday um, around the four o'clock time Pacific. And then we will also have a reaction up for Adam Lavick versus the Barbarian, as well as a breakdown for that match on Friday, just similar to this video, a breakdown of that match on Friday. And then depending on the timing for the Friday match of, uh, of uh brandon hannah and saul that reaction will more than likely be up sometime this weekend and then our live show on monday breaking all this stuff down with jill our new co-host which will be she'll be joining us she'll also be jumping on these videos um she just has a little bit of a busy schedule this week and and it's her first week and so we're kind of kind of testing some things out but uh she'll be back on on monday to break all this stuff down with us because we've all been talking about it already and it's a uh it's an absolutely crazy week so make sure you guys are subscribed to job YouTube. here <laughs> <laughs> yes subscribe on youtube and the best thing you guys can do to make sure you guys are catching everything is click that bell icon it allows you to see when we are posting stuff it'll send you a notification you guys can see exactly when everything is coming you guys can also follow us on twitter which is where we post everything we also post it ahead of time so you guys know the exact time so that's at schmodam pov pov excuse me 
Um, and then obviously all of our podcast channels. And so our main show and our breakdowns live on podcasts. All of those um, those options are right above Brian's head right there. So we have Apple, Spotify, Anchor, as well as a number of others. So um, so yeah, we have a lot coming, Brian, and, and it's been a lot of fun this week. So, yeah. <laughs> But for now, that is our breakdown to uh, Greg Alba and the Warfather. Uh, make sure you guys are commenting down below. We'd love to hear from you guys on this one. And uh, we will uh, see you guys next time. So for Brian, for myself, this is A Certain Point of View. We'll catch you later.